welcome to Twin Friend Convos with Jam and Anna. Join us as we discuss real-life issues from two different perspectives. Go grab your favorite snack and drink and let's hang out. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Twin Friend Combos. Tonight, we have a special guest, a fellow TSU alumni, Crystal McKnight. Hey, Crystal. Hey, y'all. Yay. We're so excited to have you. Yes. I'm so thankful that when I asked Crystal, would she come on and tell her journey to motherhood that she so graciously um, accepted. So thank you so much, Crystal, for um, saying yes to come and tell your journey to motherhood. It's an honor. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. So I guess I'll just go ahead and let you um, have the floor. And of course, if we have any questions, we'll chime in. Okay. Well, um, I am Crystal and I I'm from Nashville, and I graduated from Tennessee State in 2009. Yes. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> no, Daddy just came to get Nori. Um, no worries. We understand. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, graduated in 2009, and I met my husband, Philip. He is from Murfreesboro, and um, ironically, we met at the club. Nothing wrong with that. No, no judgment. Right? No. <laughs> Everybody means different ways. I met my husband on MySpace, so. Yeah, yeah, MySpace. So, yeah, Kendrick. So, so um, <laughs> we met at Hurricane during Alpha Week uh, through some mutual friends and um, lost contact for a little over a year and I met again at a baby shower and that that's her story so um i've always wanted a lot of children and he's just like yeah i don't really want kids i don't even like kids so um <laughs> we settled we're like okay we'll just have one so we got married in 2014. i have um polycystic ovarian syndrome which is also mm -hmm. known as pcos and so for years i have always been told that i wasn't going to be able to have children so it was like a dream like if I can have children, I want a whole lot of them just because they're saying I can't have them. Mm -hmm. um, so I um, I think it was like 2015, we had been married for um, a year. And I was like, I really want to try to have a kid, but I don't know how it's going to work. So I went to my OBGYN. I had to do some testing. Um, I think it's called HS. G, where they go in and look at your fallopian tubes to make sure that your tubes are opened. Um, so I, I did the testing. Well, let me rewind. We tried for, I guess, about a year before the doctor came in and intervened and started with the, the testing. And then um, all that came back great. So within like two or three months, he was like, well, we can start fertility meds. So I took... Um, something called Samara, which is traditionally used in patients who have had breast cancer. Mm -hmm. um, so I was, in the beginning, I'm like, wait a minute, don't, um, fertility meds, don't they give you multiples? Like, no, we just want one. Right. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. So um, 
we, and he was like, no, I'm not going to give you that when it has a lot of side effects and you will probably have multiples. And so we were like, no, we tried Bamara. We did one round and I was nervous about the cost. And I kid you not, the cost, it was like $1.24 for seven pills. Crazy so God. I was like, wait, <laughs> at the pharmacy, mm-hmm. I was like, wait, wait, wait. How much is it? And he's like a dollar twenty four. It's like like a hundred dollars. He's like no, one dollar. So I was like, oh, honey, give him something. <laughs> so we 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 um took, I took the medication as prescribed, and Philip and I went on vacation to Miami, and we came back with a baby. Yes. So um had our daughter in two thousand seventeen, and I I think I heard you all kind of no maybe not talk a little about little bit about postpartum depression i did i did hear jamelia speak about postpartum depression um so i had my daughter in march 2017 and i didn't realize that i was sad or depressed until i had two girlfriends that were like yeah something's not right if you don't call your doctor we're gonna call or have your husband call and i'm like well that's embarrassing let me call so (laughs) I called, he gave me some um, Zoloft and was like, yeah, maybe you should do Zoloft and therapy. And I am a huge advocate for therapy. So we are too. if you like there's an issue, yeah. go get your little help. My mm-hmm. pastor always says, it's nothing wrong with the pill and a prayer, mm-hmm. a pill and a prayer. And, and lay on the couch and just talk it out. So mm-hmm. um, I've been in therapy since then. So anyway, so that postpartum depression was terrifying. I never had thoughts of harming myself or harming my baby. It was just a scary time. It was really dark. And mm-hmm. so um, I swore I was not going to have any more children. So I got back on birth control. Um, with PCOS, a lot of women have cardiovascular issues. And so hypertension is something that I had suffered from. So I was able to get off of my blood pressure medicine after having my Lonnie, which is my daughter, and then got on blood um got on birth control, which made my blood pressure go crazy and just moves with the hormones. So got off that. Uh, well no, I got on it and then in when was that? Uh, August of two thousand nineteen, I'm like, you know what, this is too much the blood pressure, the moodiness went to my OB and I'm like, I don't want to be on birth control anymore. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, you're going to get pregnant. He's like, These, this is what's going to happen. Either you're going to come back and say, I won't back on the birth control because my cycles are horrible. Or you're going to say I'm pregnant within three or four months. And I was like, yet neither. So don't worry about it. <laughs> that was August. And in November, I just was like, I missed my cycle, which was not abnormal, but I'm like, something's not right. I just fell off. And sure enough, I was pregnant. I remember the night before I took the test, just feeling really tired and stressed out. And I was like, I'm just going to have a Jack and Coke and go, go to sleep. And I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, just take the test. I took the test and I was pregnant. So I was like, oh, oh God. Wow. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, you're pregnant. And just like Anna, like, no, 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 I'm not pregnant. No. <laughs> yeah, like I, I sat there and I told that doctor and that nurse, I was like, no, I am not pregnant. <laughs> like, no. So um, I was the doctor that day mm-hmm. and the nurse. Um, it, yeah, so I was pregnant. Um, had a really healthy pregnancy. I 
the doctor took me off the blood pressure medicine because my blood pressure was great during my pregnancy. That's awesome. I did not find out the gender because it was a huge surprise just being pregnant. So my husband and I were like, well, this is going to be our last child. Let's just do everything non-traditional. So we did not find the gender out. We didn't have a baby shower. And it was 2019, so going into 2020 was when we started to make the announcement. And we were like, well, it's COVID, so we're not going to do a baby shower or anything like that. So um, had Nori, his name is Nori, and I had him July 13th. And he was a bouncing baby boy. I was very shocked. Um, when I pushed Nori out, because I, in my heart I knew it was a girl. I was like, it's a girl. No, they they lifted him up, and I don't know if I can say this, so y'all might want to edit. But all I saw was like big hands and a penis. I was like, no, no. <laughs> put it back, put it back, put it back. It's supposed to be a girl. So um, yeah, that happened. Crystal. Then, either way, know, would the yeah. name have been Nori? You said what now? Either way, would the name have been the same if it was a boy yeah, or a girl? It, yeah, it, it would have oh, been that's the same. Because um, it's a unisex name, so yeah. Yeah, I love unisex yes. names. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, so it would have been the same. It would have, um, our kids have our first, I'm sorry, our kids have our middle names. Okay. So Narlani has our middle name, which is Maria, and Nori has Philip's middle name, which is DeMarco. So okay. um, we knew it was going to be Nori either way. Okay. And we found Nori's name off of my daughter's Beanie Baby because we could not decide what we were going to name it, Aww. name the baby. And so one day we were reading a book and she's like, I have this Beanie Baby. What's the name? And we're like, Nori. And we looked at each other like, that's the name right there. Oh, I love it. So we came up with Nori. So, um, had Nori at Midtown where you all delivered, mm-hmm. and um, I, it was just a really weird labor and delivery. It was the the on call doctor. My doctor was busy. He was getting like doing a colonoscopy prep or something. I don't know something random. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't able to come. So his his partner came and was like, "Okay, congratulations! Here's your baby." Um, we can send you home in the more um to, later on today. And I'm like, no, what? it's five thirty in the morning. I'm not going home today. I the same day you had your baby here for these three days. Wow. So yeah, I'm like, no, no, I'm not going home. I got these benefits. So anyway, <laughs> um, so I I do want to add. Um, I'm not sure if I really heard you all talk about breastfeeding, but. Mm-hmm. I had already chosen not to breastfeed, but so when you I didn't. Got to the hospital, you didn't breastfeed the first baby. I did. I breastfed her for fifteen months. Okay. Oh, that's amazing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and and I tell you that I felt at the time it wasn't pressure, but it, it, with her, it was like, well, this is what I'm reading is the best thing to do. Mm-hmm. This is what they're saying. You should do this because A, B, C, and D. Mm-hmm. And so I, I held on to that. And I I don't want to say for sure, but I felt like that was a part of my postpartum depression. Yeah. Having feeling pressure of breastfeeding mm-hmm. because it's not like you're just putting the baby on your breast. It's like you're putting the baby on your breast. You're waking up in the middle of the night. You're the only one that can beat that baby. Mm-hmm. And then when you're away or or you feeling engorged you're the, you're having to pump clean the bottles clean the equipment mm-hmm. it was too much yeah. so 
so that was my breastfeeding journey. We are we bonded well, mm-hmm. and she's still attached to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's it's really weird. It's like no, no, get away! Like we're good. Um, <laughs> so with Nori, I went into the hospital firm with and with with my husband. Like, hey, I'm not breastfeeding. I'm not going to do it. But the moment that he came out, they're like, okay, let's put him on the breast. And I did not advocate for myself. Mm. I just was like, oh, okay, I guess I'll do it. I didn't really feel like I had a choice. So um, breastfed him, lactation came in, and I just started hearing gulps. Like he would drink and it'd be like, gulp, gulp, gulp. And I'm like, something's not right. And then he began to have noisy breathing. Like, <laughs> and so I'm like no something's not right so I'm like well let me talk to the nurses and the nurse is just like oh no that's fine but I'll talk to the doctor well our we live in Murfreesboro so my pediatrician wasn't in Nashville so we just saw Joe Blow doctor on call mm-hmm. and he's like oh no he's fine we'll just roll some tiles up and put it under his neck and he'll be fine so I just essentially kept quiet because I'm like okay I guess it's okay I don't know well made it home and we had a a postpartum doula to come in and she noticed that we that Nori had the noisy breathing and then he began to projectile vomit and it was frothy white um, breast milk Mm -hmm. so took into our our then pediatrician and she's just like well Let's, I think it's okay. He hasn't really lost a lot of weight. Well, send us home. A week later, I'm like, no, something's not right. Went back to the doctor. My pediatrician wasn't there, but there was a, a black man named Dr. Derek Johnson. Shout out to Dr. Johnson. I yeah. heard about Born him. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not an NMC anymore. So um, I think his new practice is called the Pediatric Center of Excellence. Yeah. So shout out to Derek Johnson. Um, he took me serious. He said, okay, well, I see what you're saying. Let's try these things. Go home. Let's follow up in a week or a few days or whatever it was. And so, okay, cool. Did it. We got there, y'all. And he's just like, okay, look, he's lost too much weight. I'm going to send him to radiology for a couple tests. And if it comes back that they can't find what I'm thinking it is, you're going to have to go to Nashville to the NICU. And I'm like, no, NICU's for new babies. Like, he's two weeks old. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, you're going to have to go. So um, the test came back. It wasn't what he was thinking. And he's like, well, you're going to have to go to the hospital, Nashville. But first, I am going to pray over you. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to pray over Nori. So wow. at that point, I'm just like broke all down on the floor, like who <laughs> crying? Because I'm like, what is wrong with me? It, I, it just had to be my milk. So I was like, it's my milk. Something's not right. Well, got to um, Centennial Hospital. They have a, a NICU there, obviously. Um, and they, I'm not bashing them, so I don't want it to be taken like I am. But they just didn't know what was going on, so we stayed there for about two weeks and they poked and prodded. The nurses were excellent. And mm-hmm. I heard you all talking about your primary nurses. Mm-hmm. And we had um, a primary nurse named Kay Ann. She made herself the primary. She's like, hey, I'm going to be a primary nurse. <laughs> yeah. 
And so I was like, okay, I don't even know the primary is, okay. <laughs> and so um, she was like, what we're going to do is, I'm, when I'm not here, I have my girlfriend, uh, Lauren, is going to take care of you. Mm-hmm. And when she's not here, Carly's going to take care of you. So they had already had this little plan. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. So um, we stayed there for about, a, about two weeks. And I just remember one day coming in. Like you all, we went every single day. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't, a, I think I, I stayed home one day just because I physically couldn't do it. Like yep, my mm-hmm. mind, body, and soul couldn't. And I think the only thing that was going to make me go was guilt. Mm-hmm. But I talked to um, a lady who had babies in the NICU. I don't know if you all saw the the building downtown at back. This is torn down now but they had the little baby yeah with the hand so on the side of the building i don't know that it was on the side of the parking garage yes yes. thank you like okay yeah um jordan and jasmine they're twins and they go to my church um and they're like eight or nine now but their mom i reached out to her and i was like hey look I, i don't know what to do well the thing is Nobody knew I had a baby except our close friends. I'm very private. Mm-hmm. So I didn't post them on Facebook or social media. So she's like, wait, what are you talking about? So we talked and she's just like, look, you don't have to go up there every day for him to know that you love him. Mm-hmm. She's like, it's okay if you take a day off. Mm-hmm. And so y'all, I slept and I slept and I felt so good. Only time I woke up was to pump milk. And that, I want to get back on the yeah, that's the, draining the and breastfeeding one more time, yeah, because it was another point of me feeling pressured mm-hmm. in a good way, I guess you would say. I am an overproducer of breast milk, and whenever they would see me come, they're like, Oh my gosh, you we've been telling everybody about how much milk you bring us, and y'all pretty much just have a whole little area. You bring so much milk, you don't have to bring it, just freeze. And so that kind of got in my head. I'm like, well, I guess it's too late to turn around now. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it was difficult, um, just the pressure. So anyway, so I think I may have skipped one day. But I think at about like 10 o'clock at night, when that same day I did not go through the day, I was like, I'm going up there. I'm going to see my baby. I've rested and I felt good about that decision. I didn't feel like I needed to go during that set time. I rested and I went. So um, anyways, back to the KN, our primary. One day we came in and she said, we need to have a meeting. And I'm like, oh, God, oh no, no, we don't no. like meetings. We don't like that, <laughs> don't word. Like that word. No. Yeah, like, no, we ain't going to have no meeting. No. Um, and this is after, like I said, after about two weeks where at this point he was still vomiting he was still had still kind of losing weight but they had put a feeding tube down his nose that Mm -hmm. reached into his stomach um we were getting ready to have no we had just had a procedure where they found that his 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 stomach was sliding through his esophagus which was making him vomit so we found the diagnosis being a hiatal hernia So that still didn't ex- that explain the bonding, but he still didn't explain the noisy breathing. And these people were just like, well, I don't know. I'm not going to worry about that noisy breathing. And I'm like, no, I don't want you to no, worry about it. I need you it. to worry about it. Right. <laughs> yeah, like, you're not going to just tell me no. So um, KN pulled me to the side and said, I'm going to have a meeting. This is what we're going to talk about. I, 
I think y'all need to leave. I think you need to go to Vanderbilt. They're going to take better care of you. And at this point, I'm feeling rejected because I'm like, why are you kicking me out? Like, y'all are doing such a good job, the nursing staff. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. We like, we need you. And she's like, no, they're going to give you better care over here. And I thought that was very big of her. It was. To tell me that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She didn't have to say that. She could have just mm-hmm. like, well, just keep on. We'll, we'll keep trying to figure it out. Well, what I found out is the GI service, and it may have changed, so I don't know, but the GI service at, at that facility was pediatric and adult, whereas Vanderbilt Children's Hospital is for children. Mm, so They specialize in and their NICU, Yeah, they specialize in their NICU um, staff and physicians specialize in NICU babies. So anyways... We, she's like, you're going to leave tomorrow. She's like, I've already talked this over with the doctors and we think it's best. And I'm like, well, ain't nobody come and told me nothing. Right. Like, y'all already got this whole plan. But in the big scheme of things, I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. anyways, maybe to Vanderbilt. And it's, Lori got there a little bit before we did. And just like you all, we get there and it's like five doctors, 10 nurses, mm-hmm. and they're just looking at him like a science project. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, hey, I'm here. I'm, <laughs> I'm the, the mama. mama. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Like, y'all talk to me. Yeah. And so they're like, okay, this is what we're going to do. A, B, C, D, E. They just went down this list. They had, y'all, they had a plan. Whereas at the other facilities, like, okay, well, I think we could, maybe we should. No, like, they're like, this is what we're going to do. So we ended up, we couldn't spend the night at Vanderbilt every night, but they did have hospitality rooms. So we did appreciate that. You just kind of had to apply for it. Um, I will say, just listening to y'all um, about what, what families, Nikki families need. Mm-hmm. We we do need. We we'll, we're not going to say yes. Well, I need gas. I need food or whatever. But mm-hmm. we do need that extra touch of love. Yeah. Even if it's kind thoughts, we do need that. And mm-hmm. so my husband's job sent us food, sent us dinner every day for eight weeks. Wow. wow. See, That's yeah. Blessing. That's a big thing. Yeah. A big thing. Every day. Now, yes, was it like, definitely. was it a huge fear, like having to relearn nurses and doctors? Because thinking about, you know, back in the uh, NICU when I was there, I got so comfortable and used to all the nurses and doctors. I remember one time they were thinking about it, you know, maybe even I thought about it, maybe moving closer to where I live, mm-hmm. even though I loved it. But in my head, I was like, no, I'm so used to these nurses mm-hmm. and doctors and know the routine that I would be freaked out if we moved somewhere else mm-hmm. yeah. because I don't and know who was exactly. going to be with my kid and how they're going to treat them. Yeah. yeah. And that was the exact thought that I had like, no, 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 we've been here with y'all mm-hmm. for two weeks. Mm-hmm. I, I came here every day and I saw you all the, um, what I liked about Centennial was they had a cat, a camera. So yeah. I could send the link to all my family and friends mm-hmm. and anytime day or night they wanted to log in, they could see Nori. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if I felt like the, the view was off or something, they I could call and they would adjust the camera. Vanderbilt, they didn't have that. They're like, we want you to know that we love your baby. We know you love your baby. 
But uh, see, that would have made me nervous. I couldn't have made it. Yeah, Midtown had the same camera that I was on all the time, and I I was stingy with mine. I didn't get to log into nobody. Only me and his daddy had it. I had to wait. Like they had, they did they make you wait at Midtown for like to give you camera access? No, I I, had it right away from day one. Uh, uh, they might have changed. I remember the passcode. We had to wait. Giraffe one two three four something. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm just like on there day and night. Like I wake up, mm-hmm. even when I'm pumping, I'm like, Mm-mm, I gotta see what yeah, you're doing. Yeah. And then I would just call the nurse, and I'm like, Hey, how y'all doing? So that was so comforting. I love that. Yeah, it was so comforting. But then at Vanderbilt, they're just like, No, we don't have that. But feel free to call anytime. No. So they had so many, so many different nurses. I don't really feel like I developed a relationship with any of them. Mm-hmm. So that was hard. So I just had to trust and pray but you know they got used to seeing me every day seeing my my well at Vanderbilt during COVID only one parent could come every 24 hours so Lori would only see me one day daddy the next but we FaceTimed every time we were there um so we always saw him but physically seen him once a day no but how was midtown during um anna during uh covid because you we could go only one parent at a time but in a 24 hours like we both could go but only one parent at a time see i don't even i like oh i don't know how y'all did it because i was in i had my son in the NICU in 2019 and Mm -hmm. those four months we could come and go i mean the only limit was my daughter she could come, yeah. but we could only keep her there for 20 minutes. But I didn't care. I would drive all the way up there to see my son, even when I had my daughter, you know. Um, yeah. But that's hard. It, yeah. it was it was hard. And that, that was shocking to us. Like, no, you can't tell me. But no, they can't tell you. You know, no, you 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 were here just a few hours ago. So Nori ended up having two surgeries. Um, in the time, the, the two surgeries that they had, that he had, of course, they allowed both of us to come and we were able to stay overnight. We weren't able to stay in his little room. He had a very big room, but it just had a rocker. So we were able to stay in the little hospitality rooms connected to the NICU. So that was great. Um, all in all, we had a very good experience um, at Vanderbilt. Um, they, the first surgery, they gave him um, what they call a Nissen, N-I-S-S-E-N, fundification, I'm not going to try to spell it, where they um, tightened his stomach so it would not, his stomach and his esophagus, so it wouldn't rise. So they did that, and they also gave him a feeding tube, which which you call a G-tube. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we were hoping to, what you say? We, We say, yeah. We definitely we're both oh, very okay. familiar with that. Yeah. But hold up, Crystal, we're going to um go ahead and take a pause. Okay. And then we can um do part two on okay. um Crystal McKnight's journey to motherhood. Y'all, this is a very um girl, I didn't even know you went through all of this. It's just like <sighs> Yeah, it's it's definitely a story that needs to be told and heard. I only knew about um, you having your second child when you reached out to me when I was in the NICU. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, what are you talking about? You're like, girl, let me send you this money. I'm like, send me some money. You're like, you need this. And <laughs> yeah, but you really hit a nail on the head of the conversation me and Jamelia had talked about offline. Because one of my other friends who had listened to the podcast has stated, you know, what do people need when they are um, going through the NICU? And I'm like, you know, just a friend that's there. But the really thing they do need is food and gas money. Yeah. Those are the two and things. And they ain't going to ask for it. Right. They, yeah, you're not going to ask for it whatsoever. <laughs> but those are the two things that if you have um, somebody you know that's in the NICU, they definitely, because they're, they're eating constantly on the go. They have no time to cook whatsoever. And especially if they have a family at home, those people need Absolutely. to eat as well. <laughs> and definitely need yeah. gas money because, you know, you're on the road constantly back and forth. So, yeah. Anyways, thank you guys for listening to part one of Crystal McKnight's journey. And tune in next week for part two. Yes, much more to come. Bye. Thanks for listening to Twin Friend Convos with Jam and Anna. We hope you were encouraged while listening and had fun hanging out. Let's hang out again soon on our next episode.